Thank you so much for tuning in to Motivation and Meltdowns with Terrific Life. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share away. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to Motivation and Meltdowns. Today, I am coming at you to talk about work-life balance. So I'm just going to touch on it today, but I wanted to reach out because I think I see a lot of new mothers, especially a lot of new mothers struggle with this. But work-life balance, I have been trying to reach this since the moment I became a mother, only to realize that it doesn't even freaking exist. It doesn't exist. Work will take most of your day. That's just the reality of it. You will need to fit in, you know, you'll need to fit in life. Like when you have little kids, they are the priority. But like for me, not only trying to be a supervisor and adjuster at the time, um, in my job, I'd work eight to 10 hour days. I'd also have to be a wife, a mom, a maid, a chauffeur, an accountant, a personal assistant, a nanny, you know, the keeper of all things, because, you know, no one remembers or knows where anything is in the house. <laughs> in addition to being the chef and the planner of all things, like when do we have to be there? What time do we have to go? So I had to take on this role, but it's like two full time jobs. But your job gets your attention for seven to eight hours or eight to 10 hours, whatever you work schedule wise. And that's dedicated. When you're talking about life, yes, you might have another six hours a day, five, maybe seven hours a day that you're dedicating to life, but all that life stuff, they're all important. And then they're not going to get the same amount of time. So finding that balance, it's it's just not real. I mean, I thought I had to figure out the work-life balancing only to realize 17 years into motherhood that, hey, this isn't a real thing. It's just not real. And I think it's set so many, so many moms up for failure for feeling not good enough. But if only people were honest and told these moms that it was okay and what to really expect, and it won't ever be perfect, but it will be right for you. Some people say, oh, it's good enough. I say, you know what? It's just enough. Like, it's enough. Everything you do is enough. Period. It's enough. You might miss their first word. Let's be honest, when they take their first step. But what we fail to realize or at least me having a child with autism, it's the little things. Like it took my son forever to say I love you or to walk and to do certain things, play imaginative play. I didn't really care where he did it or who he did it with because when he was with me and it happened for that first time, it was like the first time he ever did it. And he felt that. He felt that love. He felt that connection. He knew that it was so important that he did that in front of me and I wanted him to share new things with me. And that's something that I think a lot of people could learn from. It, it's um, you got to give yourself grace. There's nothing to feel guilty about because those moments happen, but they happened. There's a first time without you and there's a first time with you. And they're the same thing in my eyes. They're the same thing. I think telling moms, you know, quality time. It's not um, quantity. It's quality. You know, don't get lost in all the to do's and then try to hide in your phone or let your phone take away from your kid. You will only feel guilt. As a mom, we naturally want to self-punish ourselves. I'm not sure if it's in the woman's DNA handbook. I didn't get one, but I'm assuming if there was one, that'd be like chapter like, eh, I don't know, like maybe chapter 10 because we, <laughs> we all have it. We all have this guilt, right? But here, here's the thing. You put that phone away in the evening for an hour, maybe two, and give your child that undivided attention. Bath time, reading time, play time, cuddle time, like whatever that is for your family, that is more than eight hours a day because no one pays attention to their kid eight hours a day. I don't even care. I mean, I've been home on the weekend and like that kid still gets like two hours of like quality time with me and the rest. I'm like, I don't know. You're on your own kid. Like I can't like I could see you, but you're not actually giving that kid quantity. You're just there in the room. So I think quantity is the huge thing um, and routine. 
Um, something that helped me, and I never realized I did it until I was watching women on Instagram, you know, prior to my whole uh, social media detox. But <laughs> so I, I started to do block scheduling. I didn't even realize I did this. Like it was even a thing. Like maybe I should be making tons of money. I like if I was her, but I've been doing this a lot longer than she has. But she really, I mean, she nailed it. Like she, she does it a, a wonderful job and showing how to how to do it and stuff. But block scheduling is a little different than scheduling it in, so everything's so tight and. Um, um, you know, like if you're like, this is 20 minutes, I'll get this done between this time and this time. And then you just feel overwhelmed and you throw it all out. So it could be like a black schedule. A black scheduling would be like from five to seven is dinner, clean up. Maybe you post something, you answer a few messages, you know, you play with the kid, but you're kind of all over the place. You know, you kind of put that in there if you had to do something or you had to pick up the dry cleaning on the way home. That would be in that like block scheduling time. As long as you finished all of that within your block scheduling time, you're amazing. You're awesome. You got it done. Something to look and achieve. Then like, let's say seven to nine, bedtime ritual, bath, reading, downtime, whatever you do with the kids, even for yourself as they get older, maybe it's more self-care time. Nine to 11, maybe you clean up a little, you respond to messages, you you get ready for bed, you have your bedtime ritual for yourself, whether it's a cup of tea or meditating or um, just unwinding, watching your favorite show, like whatever that looks like. But it's kind of keeps you organized and then that could always change based on what you have planned and what you're doing. But then you're not really wasting hours of the day. I don't. Um, this helps you not to feel overwhelmed, I think, what it is. So is it a balance? Nope. But it's a tool and it helps. It will never be truly balanced. But I did give myself, you know, these tools to succeed. That was organization. Prior to, uh, prior, I can't even talk. Prioritizing what is important to me. Asking for help when I needed it. That one I struggled with, but I did do it when I needed it. I tried not to get sucked into TV as much, at least not during the week. Um, I sometimes, you know... Same thing with like the phones and everything. But when my kids were little, the phone really wasn't that big of an issue because they didn't have all this stuff. And I wasn't into it like now where I need to obviously have my detox. But um, another thing that helped me was making it so I would appreciate my work. Um, I changed my mindset. I personally strive helping others and being helpful. So instead of thinking I had to go to work or that I was just an adjuster, just a supervisor, I changed it up to be like, man, I get to go help people today. I get to save people from paying higher premiums, helping people in need. I get to teach people how to expand on their careers and in insurance. And that helped me want to go to work every day because there was something I had to do. It was something more I had to do than just pay the bills. Um, I did it because I was needed. And what I did made a difference. And I'm doing this so that I can give my son the therapies he need that aren't covered by insurance. I can afford the medical bills um, if my son, God forbid, is hospitalized yet again for his asthma. I don't want to feel broken and I want to thrive. So like I had to change my mindset. Like, what am I good at? How can I bring my gifts to my workplace so that I feel good? It's not perfect. It just it helps. That's all I'm saying. It helps when you feel important or you make yourself feel important um, so that you can look forward to going to work instead of having that guilt all over you. I felt guilty sometimes that I wasn't able to be with my sons 24-7 when they were little, but more often than not, I didn't because I was with them when I was with them. You know, I enjoyed them and they knew they were loved. They were always so excited to see me. I would make it so they felt that they were the most important thing to me. But even doing that, there are days you just become exhausted and that time you wanted to spend with them didn't happen. Or maybe you were just so tired from no sleep, you didn't give it your all. Those are days, those are mini seasons, I call them, and those pass. But you can't stay in that guilt thinking you're failing at 
motherhood or being a woman or whatever, not creating the perfect balance. If there was a perfect balance, I swear to you, I would share it. But but unless you have a tons of disposable income and a staff to help you with everything, all those people are doing is selling you lies. Most of the time they're like, oh, no, I didn't do it by myself. I asked help. I have a chef. I have this. I have that. Okay. When you were struggling, you were struggling. I could definitely tell you that you probably felt less than and they probably struggled too. And then once they got money or whatever, now they're like, I'm the perfect parent. And that's not a real thing. It's not real. Um, so they're selling you lies. You got to be careful. You know, give yourself the tools. See what works for you and your family. Don't uh, my suggestion. Don't sign kids up for 100 things to overcompensate. Sign them up for one thing after school or whatever. But um keep it open so they have school and family and friend time until they find something they like. And then you could just stick with that, you know, let them try different things. But like a business every quarter, they can re-up or try something new. Like there shouldn't be five different things where you're traveling to eight different places like that alone could overwhelm you and you're going to end up failing because it's too much. And I think it even stresses the kid out. Um, I mean, why why overwhelm yourself and your kids even more, you know, but stay organized in your house if you can. If it's a mess and you just feel overwhelmed, start real small. Um, I do weekend stuff. So like when I start to feel stressed or things are out of control, I, I'll say like, OK, this Saturday I'm going to schedule this time and I'm going to clean out the hall closet. It's not a big thing. It's not huge, but it gets me where I feel accomplished. And then it kind of gets me activated for the week and then I end up doing more. I think it's just the way our brains work. Whatever it it is do it in stages though and do it to best fit your family don't freak out by the imperfections don't freak out if your house is messier than you know others or messier than you're used to don't mess up you know don't freak out about that like that's just things you don't need to think about and things when you think like that it takes away from your family don't get lost in distorted expectations to make you miss out on all the good don't waste the good stuff on guilt that feeling of guilt and feeling less than don't do it don't waste that that time, especially when the kids are little, they're precious and in you don't waste that time because those expectations you have are distorted. I don't care. Either you saw it because somebody was trying to sell you something or no one really was honest with you. So you just think like everything was so easy. But I can guarantee any person, your grandmother, your mother, granted, it's a little different because if they didn't work, but none of them did it right. They did the best they could with what they knew and the tools they had. And that's how they did it. So there's nothing different about you. It's just a different life and a different you know lifestyle you have. But another really important thing is I also would recommend um, carving out time for you. You still deserve a few hours a week or 30 minutes a day for you. There is no award. I don't, I don't want to make you guys feel bad, but there's no award for playing a martyr. There's no award for being the best mom in the whole entire world because I gave up everything, including myself. I did that. I didn't get a reward. No one gets a reward. I mean, I learned that as I got older, but I think it's very important to keep you in the forefront because um, there is only so much you can do when you're empty. But, you know, if you continue to make sure your cup is full as much as possible, it will spill out into your work, into your home life. And then even on the bad days, they're not as bad. When you're already kind of on empty and then things break bad, you are even further gone and then you end up going into a deeper hole deeper depression, all that stuff, um, anxiety, all that stuff, because you're not full. You're not full yourself. So it's good. You need to make sure you're patting yourself on the back. Um, So that leads me to creating mini goals for yourself. So you have something to feel good about because we all know being a mother is a thankless job. But whoever said 
um, anyone should wait to get like a pat on the back is just an idiot. Because like, I think we are capable of setting ourselves up and making us ourselves feel good. And that's where I think we need to remember that. And if you set mini goals up, I don't know, it could be walking a certain amount of time, it could be cleaning up a certain thing, it could be doing something with the kids, whatever it is, you set these mini goals and something you look forward to so that you could be you could do the happy dance in your house and you actually feel good. And it's something to look forward to so that everything doesn't it distracts you from that guilt feeling because that guilt feeling feeling is going to be natural you trying to strive to that work-life balance it takes away from that then there's no focus on that it's more of a um oh my gosh am I going to reach this goal and it's just like I said it's another distraction for you to kind of keep you busy to get your mind out of that but I think if you like follow these suggestions um I promise you you'll feel content calm most days and be able to see the gratitude in your life more than not will it be a balance nope (laughs) But it will be enough while you are in the season. Like it will be enough. And you have to remind yourself, if I could tell you anything else, you have to remind yourself that you are enough, period. Screw the work-life balance. Do what works for you guys as a family unit. Do what works for you. Give yourself the tools. Make that a priority. And I promise you, you will achieve great things and that guilt feeling won't be as bad as if you didn't have that. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did like it, please make sure to like, share and um, tell your friends about me. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. 